the, 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 the sermon on, on our YouTube channel or, on, or follow it on our, uh, our um, SoundCloud, SoundHoud channel and, and, and get to hear what I introduced about the power. Everybody say the power. The power. The power comes from Jesus. And it comes by the Holy Spirit. Amen. So those are two points I established on Friday. The power comes from Jesus. And it comes from the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. Let's open our Bibles to Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. You are going to do and. You didn't catch it. You are doing something now, but you're also going to do and something else on top. Are you with me? So when you are doing your masters right now, I want you to say, I'm going to do a master's and you are getting married and you are, you are where you are right now. It's okay where you are right now, but there is more that you must do. And today God is releasing his power so that you can do what you are doing now. And everybody's just sound and. He says, You will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria. You see, they were in Jerusalem. That's where they were just going to start. You're going to start from wherever you are. You start from wherever you are. And then they were going to go out of Jerusalem and begin to move into Judea. And out of Judea, they would go into Samaria. And not only would they stop in Samaria, they would go to the rest of the uttermost part of the earth. Wherever uttermost is. I don't know where your uttermost is. But it says you will go to the uttermost part. In other simpler verses, you go to the ends of the earth. Wherever the end is, that's where you must get to. Hallelujah. We don't want people that end up only in this place. Only in step one, when there is step two, and step three, and step four. We don't want people that are just satisfied with mediocrity when you could be above. Hallelujah. We've already heard that there is room at the top. And somebody must move to the top. But here is the challenge. Sometimes we are not able to move to the top or go to the next phase or move to the next stage because we are lacking something. And But today God wants to release the power. Somebody shout power. power. God wants to release the power in your life for you to accomplish. I'm just going to, I wanted to talk to you. I, I, let me just, let me just re- remind you. So I said there's power to gospel and not to gossip. Do you hear that church? We are gospel spreaders, not gossip spreaders. Tell your name, I'm a gospel spreader. spreader. The gospel is good news. I am a good news spreader. God gives us power to spread good news. 
So if you are the one who's spreading bad news, you need to repent today and start spreading good news. If you are the gossip spreader, now you must become the gospel spreader. And you know what? Gossipers, Jesus needs you because you are very good at connecting to people. <laughs> telling them, God needs you. But he needs you to be a gospel spreader. Hallelujah. Amen. So now you will visit Sister X not to gossip but to give her the gospel. And then you go to Brother K and Mama Y and Mama J and, and Papa B because you want to tell them the good news. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, if you're a gossiper, say I need it. <laughs> God is looking for people who will spread the gospel. So he gives us power to spread the gospel. Hallelujah. And, and, and secondly, I said, I said, I said, God is looking for people who will work his miracles. He's looking for people who will work his miracles so that his word may be confirmed. You see, the word of God has power. Do you believe his word is power? Yes. Do you really, really believe it? Yes. Do you really believe God's word can change situations? Yes. Then you must demonstrate it. It must be demonstrated. You must, you must live the word and see the word coming to pass. And you must see the word of God taking effect and causing things to change. Hallelujah. And the word of God has power. Yes, it has have power. I know it has power. I have seen of his power. I have experienced of his goodness. When he says all things are possible, I have seen God do things that men have said it is impossible. When he says I will give you treasures in secret places, I have seen him giving me treasures where people said we have walked through this place all this time and never saw it. What did you see here? Why I saw what God said he would give to me. Hallelujah. When I was sick, he healed me. Am I talking to someone? Yes. When I had no, no money, he provided for me in a way that I'm still amazed. How did God do that? Because he says, my name is Jehovah Jireh. I'm God, my provider. Have you ever wondered when, 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 when Abraham was about to put a knife through Isaac on the altar and suddenly God said, stop. There is a ram in the bush. He didn't have to go looking somewhere. It was just there. It was just this. suddenly it was there. Yes. Remember Hagar, some of you that have read the Bible. Hagar was, was, was there in the desert. The, 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 the slave girl of Sarah. There in the desert with Ishmael about to die. She said, I can't bear to watch my boy die because of the thirst. And she just lay him there and went away to let him die by himself. And God suddenly says, Hagar, look. Over there, there is a well. Suddenly. So I know God can provide. I know God provides. His word has power. But that power must be demonstrated in our lives. Amen. Power must be demonstrated in our lives. When I was down, he lifted me up. Because his word said, why are you downcast, oh my soul? Put your hope in the Lord. So I put my hope in the Lord and he lifted me up. He put me on solid ground. I was sinking. But there is a somewhere in the Bible which said there is a river that flows. And that river flows 
It makes glad. It makes glad the cities of God. In my state of loneliness, when I was down and, 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 and having no hope, God in his mercy caused his river to flow. And when he touched me, Psalm 46, some of you, those that are looking for it, when he touched me, he changed my life. Hopelessness became hope. So I know his word is alive. I was a sinner and he saved me. If for anything else, the fact that he saved me is good enough to know that his word has power. And when I look at some of you, where you were when Jesus called you, if I remember your story and what you have told me, and the fact that you now sing here with your hands lifted up, wearing a nice shirt, I know his word. <laughs> Hallelujah. His word has because if it was not for his word, you should be in prison right now. If it was not for his word, you should be down with drugs right now. If it was not for his word, you would have been sent back home. Gone without a certificate. Gone without paper. You should be husbandless, wifeless, rejected by all the women around. Even those that don't even have a husband reject you. <laughs> I'd rather die alone than be married to you. But because his word has power. Oh, hallelujah. Tall as you are, you found yourself a Sebastian. Hallelujah. The word is powerful. Huh? All the way out of Ghana, Sebastian had to come here to have you ever heard Sebastian's testimony? Say, ah, oh, God brought me to the Netherlands, ETC, ETC. He didn't know that God was engineering. <laughs> somehow, somehow. <laughs> ben. <laughs> Where did you meet? What was the name of the flat you were living in? <laughs> His word is power. I, 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 and then his power must be demonstrated in us. Yes. And this is, this is just what I want to, I, I, I think I will, I will stop here. I've got so many things going on, but I need to emphasize that. That church, what makes the difference is the demonstration of the word of God in our lives. Oh, yes. What makes the difference is the fact that God is fulfilling his word each and every day of our lives. And there is power for that word to be released. Jesus, having taught his disciples, walked with them, given them the word. He then says to them, he then says to them, wait in Jerusalem until you receive power. And when you have received that power, you will become my witnesses in Jerusalem. And, and you will begin to do this and that you will begin to do that and that there is always more that you can do yes i said there is more that you can do yes. and so jesus says you will receive that power when the holy spirit or the holy ghost is come upon you beloved there is strength for you to demonstrate the word of god there is strength for you to abide by his truth I will come back to this abiding by his truth next week.
because I need to establish something deeper there. But let me finish off my, my message with this. The power that God gives us enables us to live life to the full. It enables us to live life to the full. This is why he said, put back the scripture. This is why he said to the, to the disciples, you will be my witnesses here and to the uttermost part of the earth. Why? Because there is a fullness that they must fulfill. You must fulfill every single bit that God needs you to fulfill. You must live out everything that God wants you to live out. You must do the work that God has carved you, created you, fearfully and wonderfully made. Psalm 139. He wrote you. And great are the things that he has written in his book concerning you. None of those things should go to the grave unfulfilled. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Say, I refuse, I refuse to go down to the grave with unfulfilled things. Reject it. Refuse it. Desire to live a life that is full. To enjoy that which you must have. To take hold of the blessings of God. And His blessings are yes and amen. Is that not what the Bible says? It says, my blessings are yes and amen. My promises for you are for good. They are to give you a hope and an unexpected end. Therefore, you must desire to live the fullness of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Desire to live the fullness of God. Satisfied on every side. Seeing His glory and His grace in every day. Whether the weather is cold or it is hot, I am living out for God. Whether things are good or they are not good, I am living out for God. You see, living the fullness does not exempt you from the challenges of life. You still have to write the exam like everybody else. See, those that need to drive, to drive, that like to drive fancy cars, they still do the same exam that you do even if you drive a small car, 20 years old. Do you understand that? They, they have to do the same exam. They have to learn the same things. They have to follow the same road rules. And if they don't obey those rules, if they get a ticket just like you and you don't obey those rules. The only difference is that they get a fine for driving a Lamborghini at 200 kilometers an hour. You get a fine for driving your small Polo at 130 kilometers per hour. That's the only difference. But you both get a fine for disobeying the rules. Why? Because it does not exempt you the fact that you have something that looks better than the other car. See, if you've got a Polo and a Lamborghini, you want to go to Den Haag, both of you will end up in Den Haag. Might be different in time. But you both get to dinner. What matters is getting to dinner. The how is extras, but what matters is getting where you must get to. So say I refuse to go unfulfilled. You should not be prepped on the road. Get to your destination. Whatever that destination is, you must get there. Hallelujah. You must get there. And so there is power in God's word to get you there. There's power in God's word to get you there. I'm just going to give you these points very quickly here. The power enables you to maximize your potential. Power 
helps you to maximize your potential. You see, they needed to go to the uttermost part of the earth, to the end of the earth. And in order to go there, they needed the power that is in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Yes. In order to achieve, you need the power that's in the Holy Ghost. Can somebody come to the keyboard? It helps you, it enables you to maximize your potential. The power gives you breakthrough on everyday challenges. It gives you breakthrough on everyday challenges. Understand that you see preaching in Jerusalem was, was going to be something that was not so difficult as preaching in Samaria. Because immediately when you are somebody from Judea, the times at that time coming from Judea and coming into Samaria and trying to preach, remember the story of Jesus and the Samaritan woman at the well. What does the woman say? She says, you know, you know, we don't see each other eye to eye. In fact, she was just trying to say, I should not be talking to you here. Because there was bad blood. Now, you are coming to people who already have bad blood with you. And you start trying to tell them, Jesus, Jesus. And say, what Jesus are you talking about? And remember, maybe when Jesus was speaking to the woman, she says to Jesus, Use you people of Judea, you say we should come and worship in Jerusalem, but our own fathers have given us someone. And Jesus says, Hey, come down, woman. It's not about Jerusalem. God seeks those that worship Him in spirit and in truth. She was already hostile because of. And now Jesus says, You will need to go to Samaria to preach in Samaria. You will need to have power. There will be challenges. For every day. Some of you are just entered into the Netherlands. And, and, and you, you are here. I know some of you are already challenged by the first mode of transport. The bicycle. Suddenly you have to learn to cycle. When you grew up, they told you, women don't cycle. It's only men that cycle. And now suddenly, you have to be on a bike. And you wake up in the morning while you are struggling with your own bike. You see one mother cycling with two babies on the bike, pulling another one and pushing on another one with the other hand. And a handbag and a laptop bag strapped on your shoulders. And you are struggling with your own bike. Challenges in life. When I grew up, I was told only poor people you ride bicycles. I come to the Netherlands, my professor comes, chee, 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 chee. Is my professor poor? Then you watch Mark Rutte, he's going to the, to the office on his bike and then you know something is different. I have, I'm faced with a different challenge. Are you with me church? Yes. But you need power to face up to those challenges. So, so number three, just, just play something. Blessings and honor, glory. You suddenly challenge with things that come in life. Just coming to a new environment. And then you go into the lectures. It's all different. And you go into the workplace. It's all different. You start something new. And there's all kinds of challenges that come. You say, let me get married. And it's all kinds of challenges that come. And you wonder, I thought they said marriage is a good thing. What is this? So there are challenges in every day. But. But when you have the power of Christ, you will get there. Amen. Oh, tell your neighbor, I'll get there. Amen. 
It helps us to exceed expectations. The power will enable us to exceed expectations. It will help us to exceed expectations. The power of God helps us to go beyond. To go beyond. This is why he chooses the word uttermost. To the very end. Exceed your expectations. There is something that people expect from you. But I'm here to tell you that you can do more than they are expecting. When all they were expecting was that you just come and sit and go home. You rise up and you sing a song. And everyone says, oh! We didn't know you can say. When all they were expecting is that you will come into their house and eat their food. You come into their house with bags of food. And people say, ah, you've done all this for me. When they look down on you and say, this one, never. And then you rise up. And you are the one they are now looking up to. I know I'm prophesying into somebody's life. They will look up to you. Amen. You will exceed expectations. You will exceed expectations. When you have the power of God, the power that comes from the Holy Spirit, when they said you can't, you can. When they said you can't, I said you can. Amen. They said you cannot, I say you can. Amen. I say you can. I say you can. Oh, it's just, just, whoever you are, just raise your hand. Whoever they've said it can't. This one, no, never. I say it can. I say it can. By the power of the Holy Spirit, you will do it. You will do it. Because the word says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And with God, Nothing is impossible. When they have said it can't happen, it will happen. Amen. It will happen. Amen. It will happen. Amen. And, and, and for somebody, it's going to happen so fast. Amen. It's going to happen so fast. It will happen. It helps you to make a difference. It helps you to make a difference. Helps you to make a difference. Helps you to make a difference. I want you to stand with me. I just wanted you to worship God and say, Power of Power of God. Move in my life. Power of God. Work in my life. Work in my life. Say power of God. Work in my life. Work in my life. Invite the Holy Spirit to work. To begin to work. To begin to work. He turns impossibilities to possibilities. He turns things that have been blocked and opens them up. In the name of Jesus, He makes those things that have been said that these ones never. He makes them to become. He makes them to become. His promises are yes and amen. His promises are yes and amen. Just raise your voice. Raise your voice to the Lord and say, Father, let the power work in my life. Let your power work in my life. Let miracles, let signs, let the word be manifested, be made known. Let the word be made visible. 
Go and do it. Go and do it. Go in the strength of the Lord and do it. And do it. And do it. Oh, yeah. Someone is having some challenges in the workplace. Some challenges in the workplace. And you can say, I, I, want, I just don't know where this is going to end up. The Lord has intervened. And you will begin to see a change of heart and things falling for your faith. Things will fall for your faith. Things will fall for your faith. Thank you, Jesus. You've been searching the word. Somebody, you've been searching the word, seeking an answer. Seeking an answer. Seeking an answer. As we were praying and you were saying, I open up my life. The Lord just put puts a, a picture of how He's going to be opening. The scripture is going to be begin to open. And you'll begin to understand it in the context of your life. In the context of where you are. It will be as if the scriptures just are opening. Every moment you open the scriptures, it's going to begin to just speak into your life. It's just begin to speak into your life. To verses you have read, texts you have read and, and make no sense are just going to begin to, to speak into your life and begin to connect and close things off. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be connected. Be connected. It's gonna be connected. Father, we thank you, Lord. Oh God, we thank you, Jesus. Oh, there is a thirst and a hunger. Just pray, Holy Spirit, fill me. Wherever you are, Holy Spirit, fill me. There is a thirst. I, I, I sense a thirst and a hunger. You want more. You want more. And, and, I, and I, I believe, I believe that just as, as I kept saying, and, and, there was just this, I need more of that. You want more. You want more. You want more. You want more. Keep playing the song, guys. Keep playing the song. Keep playing the song. You will receive your more. You will receive your more. Just keep playing the song. As you play, as you receive your more portion, there is a more overwhelming in your heart and in your spirit as you play the song. Church, if you want more, just pray and say, God, feel me.
And so I just want you to begin to pray. Just, just pray for the person you're standing with. As you pray for them and they're praying for the next person, there's a corporate anointing that's flowing. There's a corporate anointing. There's an anointing. A corporate anointing is just basically an anointing that comes upon us as a family. It's just the power of God coming upon us as a family. Psalm 133 says, Behold how pleasant and how good when brethren dwell together in one and same unity. It is like oil that comes upon the head of Aaron. It's, it's that kind of oil that wants to bind us together. As we hold hands as a sign of us being together. Us being family is an anointing that causes us to accomplish together. To accomplish greater things. The city shall know. The nation shall know that there is a God because of you. Because we are together. There is an anointing. There is an anointing. There is a power. Anointing is power. Anointing is grace. Anointing is ability. That comes from the Holy Spirit. There is an anointing and grace. Pray for your name. Pray for your name. Pray for them. Pray for them. Speak good upon them. They shall rise up to greater heights. They shall rise up to greater heights. They will maximize their potential. They will not end on the road. They will get to their destination. They will not end empty. They will get their full in the name of Jesus. They will get their full. Oh God, complete, 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 complete in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. My God, we thank you. We worship and honor your name, oh God. Oh Lord, we receive in the name of Jesus. A difference in our lives, oh God. In the name of Jesus, bind us together as one Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.